Why is it that some people are more successful than others? Why is it that some people earn more money, they have better jobs, they get promoted more rapidly, they live longer, they have better health, they have happier relationships, and yet the great mass of men and women, by their own admission, live, live lives of quiet desperation. Well, I studied this over and over again. I traveled in over 80 countries on seven continents. I have learned and spoken three, four different languages. I have spent over 30,000 hours studying, and I've come to a very simple conclusion that successful people are those who do things differently from unsuccessful people. I've also come to another conclusion is that you or anybody can be far more successful at life or at anything that you want if you will simply learn how and practice it over and over again until it becomes a habit. Now, no matter what field you're in, no matter what field of endeavor, no matter what work, no matter what activity, there is one thing that all successful people have in common is that they are good time managers. And the reason they are good time managers is because they recognize that time management is life management. It is personal management. I have never seen an example in the hundreds, thousands of biographies and autobiographies I've studied of successful men and women where the individual has not been well organized and efficient and valued and used their times well. Successful people, winners, use their time well. Losers do not. The key to time management is self-discipline. Probably the best way to put it is this, is time management is self-discipline in action and self-discipline is the key to success. The most important of all, the core of time management, the axle around which the wheel of life turns is goals. What are your goals? What is it that you want to be or to have or to do? What is it that you want to accomplish in the next one, two, three, four, five years? The top three percent in every field have goals. The balance of the population have either very vague goals or no goals at all. So the question you have to ask yourself is, who am I? Where am I going? What do I want to accomplish? And there are three major areas of goals that you have to think about. The first is your personal and your family goals. These are the reasons why you're alive. What do you want to accomplish for yourself and for your family? Write them down. Define them clearly. The second set of goals that you have to ask is your business, your career, your financial, your material goals. What is it that you want to accomplish in the external world? Where do you want to make your contribution? The third type of goals you have to ask about are your self-development goals. And in my estimation, your ability and your willingness and your tenaciousness in developing yourself is the key to accomplishing everything else. You run the day or it runs you. It's not that difficult to get something started and you run it for a while and after a while it starts running you. That's part of the challenge. The time you've already committed to labor is enough time. If you're working already eight, 10 hours a day, that's about it. You just can't work much more than that. Uh, bursts at a time, you can work 12, 14, 16, right? And I'm sure we've all learned to do that, put in the extra time. But after a while, you pretty well have to put your life in balance or your health is in jeopardy and your heart's in jeopardy, your blood pressure's in jeopardy, a lot of things uh, if you don't stay in balance. So you don't have to put in any more hours, probably. All you have to do is just make better use of the hours. A cliche we've all heard. It's not the hours you put in, it's what you put in the hours that counts. Now also you need a written set of goals, time management essential, and a constant review of your goals, because that's how you determine how to use your time, whatever priorities you're going for. Then you need a plan to achieve your goals. Another key is learning to separate majors from minors. That's high on the list. Making sure you don't spend major time on minor things. This is why you need to think on paper 
put your game plan on paper to make sure you're not spending major time on minor things. Little phrase I have says, don't mistake movement for achievement. It's not that difficult to get busy. What you have to do is check to see what you're busy on, because it's easy to haul out the trash and fix the screen door, get the car washed, take the kids to school. I mean, it's easy to stay busy, right? The key is on what? Next time management essential is concentration, zeroing in, preoccupation is fatal, both on the freeway and in business. You got to keep your mind concentrated. I have a little rule that says, don't start the business day till you get to the office. I used to start my business day in the shower or at the breakfast table, and it just messed up a lot of things. I'm sitting at the breakfast table, guess where my mind is? At the office. I even got mixed up going to the beach and, you know, trying to, you know, do some relaxing time. But sure enough, when I'm in the office, I'm uh, thinking about the beach. And when I'm on the beach, I'm saying I should be at the office. Now see, that's mixed up. Wherever you are, be there. If you're at the breakfast table, be there. When you're having a conversation with somebody, be there. When you're on your way to work, be there. Enjoy the ride. Take a look around you. What's going on? Study human nature. What's happening? You know, be there. The next time management essential is when you work, work. When you play, play. That one I learned the hard way. See, if you're going to put in a day, just put in the whole day. And if you're going to take some time off, take it all off. Right? Take the whole day off. If you're going to work a day, work a good, long, hard day. If you're going to play, play, play all day. Either work all day or play all day. Because guess what? If you're, going to, if you're going to knock off at 3 and go play, guess what you're thinking about all morning? Right? Knocking off at 3 o'clock. I mean, it just, you know, it's one of those things. You just, it's hard to zero in you know, on something and make it productive if you're making plans to do something else. I have a builder friend of mine up in San Jose. His name is Peter Paulson. Uh, Peter's got it down pat. Peter works a week and takes off a week. That's the way he's got it arranged. He's a builder. Now, it's kind of clever, though. See, he works five days, takes off nine. <laughs> That's a little... He says work a week, take off a week, yeah, but it's really five and nine. Because it's five, and then it's a weekend, and five days, and another weekend, right? So, uh, but what Peter does, the five days he puts in, he works, you know, 14, 16 hours, almost around the clock, keeps two or three secretaries going, gives all the orders, the accountants, the superintendents, the builders, the whole thing, gets it all arranged, and works around the clock for five days, and then goes, takes off. Now, you know, you might not have the luxury of being able to uh, do it that way, but uh, just work on this when you work, work, when you play, play. The last one here is be more alert. Part of the alertness is not only what's going on, but also be alert to looking at all your present procedures. You may have some old outdated procedures, stuff you've been doing for five years and it's taken 10 hours instead of one, right? You could put it on a computer or something. You could just, you know, go through because it's easy to just accumulate a lot of wasted time, wasted motion by not, you know, updating all of your stuff. Calculators. They got the neat, easy stuff, right? Just go through and make sure you're not bogged down with some old, antiquated stuff that's wasting a lot of time. And then be more alert. Take a look at what's going around you. Say, hey, I've been going from here to there and it's taking too much time. In sales management, we teach, don't go across town until you've gone across the street. Have they heard your story across the street? Guys, I got this hot prospect 40 miles away. <laughs> it just probably isn't worth the time. It's too far. You know, the, the span of distance is too long. Just shorten up the span. 
So be alert as to those kind of time wasters. For people that feel like they're wasting their time, they're not getting the results they want, what is one thing that they could be doing right now that would turn things around for them? I think one of the things is the way that we approach time. This is something that almost no one talks about anymore. So I feel like you may be behind. You may actually be behind your destiny right now. Like maybe you're not on pace. In fact, I think most people watching this, listening will say, I am behind on achieving my destiny. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I feel like it's slipping. I feel like I'm behind. So you better figure out time differently. And you can bend and manipulate time to your advantage. The most stupid, antiquated, ridiculous concept on planet Earth today very, very well may be that a day is 24 hours. It's so stupid. It's the dumbest thing ever. 24-hour days were contrived when there were no cars. There was no electricity. If I wanted to get you a message, I had to write something down if I could, send it on a horseback, hope you get it. That's insane. Never mind the internet. So what used to take hours, days, weeks, months, years to do can be done now in a millisecond in the internet or on our smartphones. Yet we measure the time the same way that guy did? That's bananas. That is so stupid. Yet everybody does it. And so I about 25 years ago went, I'm not the most talented. I'm not the smartest. And I'm really not. And you've had guests on your show with IQs maybe 100 points higher than mine. This is the truth. I know a couple of them. I had them on my show. How in the world I don't come from, you know, a whole track record of success? right? I don't have the perfect upbringing. How in the world am I going to win? I got to do things other people aren't willing to do, which I'm doing. That's the one mores. And I got to fix the way I look at time. What would I need to believe about time? What would I need to believe? What would the question be? And so my days now are from 6 a.m. to noon. That's a day. It's six hours. And in that day, some days you just chill. But in that day, I'm going to get the amount of productivity, faith, working out, fitness, money, business, you name it, in that day. We've all had a morning where we go, I got more done this morning than I have in weeks. Mm. Well, why can't you do that every morning? So I measure time. I've compressed and condensed time. I've bent it. My day is 6 a.m. to noon, and I'm not crazy. You're crazy for thinking it takes 24 hours, just like some dude in a cave did 300 years ago. That's bananas that you still think that way, and it's unfair that people have taught you this. My second day starts at noon and goes till 6 p.m. That's day two. But what the cool thing is, at the end of day one, this clock goes off about noon every day, bro, and goes, what did I just get done? What didn't I do? What do I need to be accountable for? What do I need to double my efforts? Just like you do at the end of most days right? And then the next day is 6 p.m. to midnight. And some of those are just fun days. Some days I chill, right? But some days they're really super productive. What I've done now is I have changed and manipulated time. I now get 21 days a week. Stack that up over a month, I'm going to kick your butt. Mm -hmm. Stack it up over a year, you're toast. Stack it up over five years, my entire life is different than it would have been otherwise. And if you do this for about 90 of your traditional days that you think are, you will come back to me and go, that profoundly impacted my life. And here's the other thing that happens. The world responds to you differently when you value your time like that.